Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome into the Fantasy Pros podcast. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Tara Roberts here, and I am super excited to host today's podcast along with Andrew Erickson and Derek Brown. And today we are talking about one of everyone's favorite topics, bounce back players. Can these 10 players bounce back in 2023? But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications because you do not want to miss out on any of the content that we have coming out. We are way too close to draft season to miss out on a single show. Erickson and Debro are giving us the best list of bounce back players, if I do say so myself here. So let's not waste any more time. We'll go ahead and dive right in. Debro, why don't you start us off with the first player? Well, this is not a troll of Erickson, but a guy I firmly believe in this year. I, I Look, I'm all in on Cortland Sutton. He's the first guy that's got to make my list. I, I'm re- extremely high on this Denver Broncos passing attack this year. I think that, you know, foreshadowing, we might be talking about another Bronco that's making my list later. But Cortland Sutton, everything that could have possibly gone wrong for him in Denver last year did. I mean, his, his yards per route run dropped outside the top 50 wide receivers. He was outside the top 60 wide receivers and fantasy points per route run. But the other metrics that we care about here were all still fantastic. He had a 23% target share. He was top 12 in deep targets. And over the last two years, the things that Cortland Sutton can't control, i.e. getting open, he's still doing at a fantastic clip, people. So the talent has not gone anywhere. And just, again, I know you're probably shrugging and eye-rolling about whatever. Cortland Sutton sucked last year. Let me hit you with this. Over the last two years, Cortland Sutton is tied for 12th in open score with CeeDee Lamb. So just to put some context there, the talent is not going anywhere, and I think that we're going to see a much, much improved Denver Broncos passing attack in 2023. Yeah, I don't want to tip your hand there. I'm about to another play coming <laughs> up later. Um, but again, is this more of a more of a confidence in Sutton, or do you think that Judy has bust potential, or is this the Russell Wilson being the second coming of Drew Brees? I mean, really, this is just it's it's all things and needles and arrows and all types of things that give you a direction pointing up for Denver this year. And whether you want to tie this to Russell Wilson can't be worse than he was last year. And we also saw him play better down the stretch. You want to talk about Sean Payton. You want to talk about that 
Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, again, I talked about open scores over that same span. Judy is 10th. So these wide receivers are still playing extremely well. So I'm really just buying into this offense as a whole to bounce back in 2023. Love it. Before we move on to our next player, I love live events, but I hate buying tickets. The hidden fees suck. Customer service is terrible. And coordinating with friends is a nightmare. But then I discovered Fanimal. Fanimal has tickets to everything. Concerts, festivals, basketball, baseball, hockey, and of course, NFL. And there are no hidden fees. The price you see is the price you pay. You heard it first here. Fanimal is the cheapest place on the internet to get tickets. We have all experienced how painful it is to coordinate going out to events with friends. I always end up running a bunch of money and then chasing down my friends to get reimbursed. And if they flake, I'm stuck with the whole bill. But Fanimal's patent and group purchase makes it easy to split payments with your friends so nobody is left holding the bag. You don't commit until your friends do. So just pick the seats, pick how many tickets you want to pay for yourself, and then send the link to your friends. When they join the group, everyone gets charged separately and your tickets are secured. Plus, you can stack cash by inviting friends. 10 bucks every time someone joins your group. Ka-ching! Oh, yeah. And Fanimal has amazing customer service. Don't take my word for it. Check out their hundreds of five-star reviews. The next time you need tickets, go to Fanimal.com or download the Fanimal app and use promo code FANIMALPROS for $20 off your first purchase. Check out Fanimal and experience more. Erickson, why don't you get us back with the next player? Right, going to the quarterback position here with Deshaun Watson for the Cleveland Browns. We don't need to rehash Deshaun Watson's season last year. It was horrible. He was horrible. The Browns were not good at the end of the season. But what's not talked about enough, I think, with Deshaun Watson is him as a rusher. So he, as bad as he played last year, he was still averaging nearly 30 rushing yards per game. This is what we want in our fantasy football quarterbacks. Among the seven quarterbacks who rushed for at least 30 yards per game last season, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, Josh Allen, Marcus Mario, and Kyler Murray. Only Murray failed to crack the top 10 in fantasy points per dropback. Marcus Mariota was inside the top five in fantasy points per dropback last year because he was a rushing quarterback. Running the ball can make up for a lot if you're not passing at an elite level. So even if Deshaun Watson doesn't come back to his elite passing status that he was once as a Houston Texan, the rushing alone can get this guy back-end fantasy QB1 numbers. And then you have the additional upside of what if he does become that same passer that he once was when he was a top-five fantasy quarterback and every season he had played at least 15 games. So for me, Deshaun Watson, another year back from his time off, I think that he's a smash where he's going as a late-end QB10, QB9 ADP. I think he's a league winner where he's being drafted. How do you feel about the Browns and their rushing attack, though? Are we going to see an increase in the pass volume that they've gotten here? The Browns have been a top 10 offense um, every year that Kevin Stefanski has been there. Even at Minnesota, he had those same tendencies. So are we really super confident that they're for sure going to increase the pass volume? Or is it just the rushing upside that's really going to get Deshaun there? I think that I'm just really buying the Browns offense as a whole. So whether it is as a rushing attack, okay, as long as they're moving the ball up and down field and scoring touchdowns, like that's really the component that I'm really most excited about. Obviously super excited about Nick Chubb. He always produces every single year. That's why I'm so high on him. And I think that they're just going to move the ball efficiently and it's going to score points for Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, and a lot of the playmakers. Debro, I love this next player here that you've got. 
Yeah, I, before I get to my next player, I was like, oh, great. Tara just set up Eric's and he's going on a 10 minute soliloquy about Nick Chubb. Chubb. It's coming. The, it's uh, coming. The, the I was like, the Chubb but Club. you were actually restrained a little bit. I was expecting <laughs> a good 15 minutes, man. That was nice. Um, but the guy that I got to get to here again, we're talking about guys that are in, it can bounce back in 2023. Brandon Cooks has got to make this list. And I want to start this off with Brandon Cooks might not be young. He is not washed, people, not even close to it. He was 27th in route win rate last year, 20th in win rate against man coverage. All this is to say is that Brandon Cooks is still that guy. And now if you look back about last year, and I know that it wasn't the type of season that everybody drafted for, like we were all hoping he was going to be a target hog and, and really produce like we had seen in every previous season. But what we didn't uh, factor in here is Pep Hamilton totally just nuked him. It was a tale of two seasons. We saw at the beginning of the year, Brandon Cooks was like nerfed into this low A dot guy and all of his numbers suffered. After week eight, Pep Hamilton woke up and said, well, you know what? We have a good player. I might want to actually put him in spots to succeed. After that, his yards per route run climbed from 1.39 to 1.86. His A dot climbed from 8.6 to almost uh, to above 15. And that's the role that I think we're going to see Brandon Cooks play in Dallas as the field stretcher. So really, it's all parts of pieces is lining up for Brandon Cooks to be in a wonderful, wonderful bounce back spot. And I, I get that everybody's worried about Mike McCarthy, what he's going to do with this offense and stuff. Still, Brandon Cooks is going to is going to bounce back this year. And he's a great value right now in drafts. I'm always in on Brandon Cooks. It hurt last year, obviously. It was not what we were expecting, but I love him for a bounce-back player. You mentioned Mike McCarthy um, and his obvious dismay. He's very vocal about, um, you know, Doesn't want to score points. With, yeah, I, I don't want to score points. Let's <laughs> slow it down. Let's bring it back here. Um, very interesting. But yeah, the, we, it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, the Cowboys ran the eighth most plays in 2022. They were extremely high, a top-10 team in rush attempts. Um, they didn't throw a ton of pass attempts, only 19th. Um, are there any concerns about the pace here um, for the Cowboys pass game as a whole? Oh, there, there are massive concerns for the pace. But the where I think that Brandon Cooks can alleviate some of those concerns is we're not talking about a low A dot, high volume type of guy. So really, if the target volume takes a step back in this offense, just because the passing volume goes down a little bit, we still are getting a guy that's going to be used deep down the field. That's where he's going to make his money. And with that, we get big plays. So those big plays can sit here and kind of counteract any kind of lost passing volume, target volume they're going to see in this offense. So the ceiling weeks are still coming for Brandon Cooks and the Dallas Cowboys. Fantastic. As a reminder, guys, if you want more bounce back players, John Sipowitz wrote a great article where he highlights his favorite Bounce back candidates called eight fantasy football duds that will become studs. Check it out at fantasypros.com forward slash back. That's fantasypros.com slash back. What's the next player that we've got here, Erickson? Going to the Pittsburgh Steelers backfield. Very polarizing, this backfield. I'm going to go with running back Najee Harris. How, how the mighty have fallen. Najee was a consensus top 10 pick, eighth overall in 2022. Now he's routinely being drafted late round three, early round four, outside the top 30 picks. Look, have we gone too far with Najee Harris hate? I think so. So if you look at in the second half of last year, after the bye week, Harris was pacing for nearly 1,300 rushing yards with five games with 20-plus carries. He was RB7 in points per game over the last nine weeks of the season. 
Now, the issue and why people are afraid about Najee Harris is Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren was an undrafted rookie free agent last year. He stepped up, became the number two running back, and played really well. Had a really high success rate and looked more explosive, good in the passing game, playing alongside Najee Harris. So that's why there are some concerns about, well, can Najee bounce back? Was that second half of the season a mirage? Can he really be a top 10 running back again in fantasy football? Well, what if I were to tell you that, yes, Jalen Warren did have more touches per game. His touches actually increased by four. He was averaging around five touches per game before the bye week, up to nine touches per game after the bye week. You know who else averaged more touches per game after the bye week? Najee Harris, 16.5 before the bye week, 21 touches per game after. The entire Steelers offense turned run heavy. In fact, no offense was more run heavy than the Pittsburgh Steelers. So don't use Jalen Warren as a crutch to fade Najee Harris when this offense wants to run the football. That's the only thing that Matt Canada has done correctly as the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. It worked last year. Kenny Pickett was very efficient when they had a stable run game. So if I'm Matt Canada, I'm not shying away from what made Kenny Pickett feel comfortable in the offense last year, and that was establishing the run game. So I think you can believe some of this Jalen Warren hype, but don't have it be the reason why you can't think Najee Harris won't bounce back. He showed it at the second half of last year when he was a little bit more healthy. He can be a top 10 running back, RB7 overall. So for those reasons, I think that Najee Harris is going to be able to bounce back here. I completely agree with you on that one. I see so many people fading him, the worry around Jalen Warren. Um, I, you know, is the is the pass game a bit of a concern, though? If Jalen Warren kind of contributes, like, maybe three targets here and there, is that going to take enough to where it really just kind of takes the top off of Najee's ceiling? I think so. I think that what we saw really the ceiling outcome with Najee's rookie when when you have Big Ben and there's he's not throwing the ball downfield, like he was never going to ever catch that many passes again in his career. You know, Najee's not this dynamic receiver. He can catch jump off passes. But on first and second down, if Kenny Pickett needs a check down option, I think Najee can deliver. But I would say, yeah, he can't return to top five, but can he be a solid RB1 that you can get now in round four potentially? I think so. All right, next player. We already talked a little bit about the Denver Broncos, but Debro, who you going with here? Oh, it's got to be Russell Wilson. Um, I, I, I'm not going to buy into him being full back to being Mr. Unlimited, but I think he could be a QB one this year and bounce back in a big way. Uh, whether you want to take, again, we talked about it earlier. You want to go the Sean Payton route, or we would have just believed that Russell Wilson is not as bad as he looked at looked like with Nathaniel Hackett last year. That's really where I want to take this because Russell Wilson after week 10 last year showed that, no, he is not totally washed. He is not just absolutely dust. After week 10, he was seventh in adjusted completion rate. He was had the eighth lowest turnover worthy play rate. And it's not that long ago that we have to remind ourselves he had two top six fantasy quarterback finishes in two of the three years prior to last year's stinker. So I think that Russell Wilson still can offer fantasy managers something this year and could be a possible QB one. And just so the audience knows, uh, Debro is 100% committed to this. This is a real 100% take. I have visual evidence of it because we play in a dynasty league together. And just a couple of months ago, he traded me for Russell Wilson. So yes, he is 100% in on the bounce back. Got to put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. I mean, if I don't believe it, why am I going to speak it on here? Exactly. All right, Erickson, next player. I'm going to go with wide receiver Calvin Ridley for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Easy to bounce back when you didn't play last year and you really didn't play the year before either. So the last time we saw Ridley 
with the Atlanta Falcons. Sixth highest target rate per out run, ranked second among all wide receivers and expected fantasy points per game. The expectation was pretty good for him in that Falcons offense. Still, he was wide receiver 29 in actual fantasy points. So he was commanding targets, but the production wasn't there. We've seen some news about Calvin Ridley. He's talked about it, about his personal issues that he was going through. He was playing with a broken foot potentially in 2021 and in 2020 when he put over 1,300 yards up. So he's the talent is there with Calvin Ridley. It's pretty apparent with him, and he's in a good situation where you could see him stepping in for the Jacksonville Jaguars, being the number one pass target for an up-and-coming quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So for all those reasons, I think that there's a lot of upside with Calvin Ridley as a bounce-back candidate, but I do want to let the audience know about there there is risk involved here. Like we haven't seen Calvin Ridley play football in a really long time. Like that matters. And when he was originally being drafted in the wide receiver 18, 20 range, that's where I felt really comfortable and felt really good about betting on Calvin Ridley to be a bounce back candidate. But now I've seen him go as early as the start of round three, where he's being drafted ahead of DK Metcalf, like ahead of Debo Samuel, like ahead of guys that we already saw earlier or seen more recently them put up wide receiver one numbers. And now we're banking on Calvin Ridley, who hasn't put up wide receiver one numbers in such a long time to just drop him into a brand new situation and just immediately hit the ground running. There's risk involved. So at the cost where he's going, when he's really expensive, I probably don't want to put my chips in on Calvin Ridley, but when he's in that mid wide receiver two range, that's when I want to take the bet on Calvin Ridley bouncing back. Because I do think that in that situation, the benefit outweighs the risk with that type of draft capital. I 100% agree. I, I love Ridley as a bounce back player, uh, but the ADP has gotten out of control. I mean, he was going as a legitimate wide receiver three just a few months ago, and then everybody kind of clicked in and realized what was happening here. And now he is shooting way up there. So yeah, I completely agree on the risk. Um, you know, any thoughts around Christian Kirk as well and how he fits into this? Are you avoiding Christian Kirk or are these two guys? Maybe is it, you know, he's someone that you feel comfortable targeting with the lower ADP? See, the thing with Christian Kirk is his ADP is way more expensive than it was last year. And I don't see a scenario where he's just so much better than he was last year. So they added competition with Calvin Ridley. You know, Christian Kirk caught a lot of touchdowns last year. Like he was a big red zone guy for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So are we just going to bet on Trevor Lawrence throwing 40 touchdowns and Christian Kirk being the main benefactor of that? I mean, maybe, but he goes like the fifth round. Like that's like pretty expensive. So for me, Jacksonville's offense, the guy I gravitate towards is Travis Etienne. Like, that's the player that I'm putting my chips in on this offense. I, I thought you were going to say Tang Bigsby there, Erickson. Sorry, uh, excuse me. He, he who must not be named uh, Tang Bigsby. So, I, yeah, Etienne is probably the part of the Jacksonville Jaguars offense I like the most. I like him at his cost, where there's a lot of moving parts. Here. Even Zay Jones. Like, they ran a lot of three-receiver sets last year. Zay Jones is still going to play a full-time role in this offense, and he's kind of left for dead despite having a really great year last year. Offense is absolutely stacked with receiving talent. Before we move on to our next player, I want to talk about Rival Fantasy, the all-in-one fantasy sports platform. Rival Fantasy has three daily fantasy games you won't be able to find anywhere else. Fantasy Bingo lets you build a DFS lineup that will help you complete achievements on your bingo card instead of numbers being called out. Bingo is determined by the performance metrics. You may even have some negative achievements like fumbles, missed field goals, batter strikeouts, missed free throws, and more. Challenges lets you pick a side in a head-to-head fantasy matchup and choose which player will score more fantasy points. Social challenges let you build your own custom challenges that can be shared with friends on Rival so you can finally settle the debate 
on which quarterback will have a better week, which pitcher will outduel another, and more. Fantasy Buck lets you choose two to five players and select if they'll score over or under their projected fantasy score for that day. The more players you add to your slip, the more you can win. NFL 2023 is going to be a big one at Rival Fantasy. Rival Fantasy will not only have their three flagship DFS games, but will be introducing a new season-long fantasy platform. Users who create an account will be able to access the mock draft lobby on Rival Fantasy to get a better feel for the platform, and league creation and management will be launching soon, before the season begins. New users on Rival can get up to a $200 deposit matchup when they sign up at the URL joinrival.com slash fantasypros23. New users will get a first play pass from Rival just for signing up. That means you'll have a voucher in your account after your initial deposit to let you start playing and get a feel for the games on Rival Fantasy. You're literally playing with house money. That's joinrival.com slash fantasypros23. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Debro, what is the next player on your list? All right. Well, so this is a safe space. I believe that this is a safe space. We're all in on this guy. Uh, if few of us have drafted, we're going to draft him in Scott Fishbowl. <clears throat> Haven't had my draft yet. I'm <laughs> um, hoping nobody is tuning into this from <laughs> Dallas. But the number guy, number two guy on my list, and I'm just going to keep preaching the good word on him, is Darren Waller. If there's a guy that you can get in the middle rounds of your draft, that could possibly rival Travis Kelsey this season and bounce back in a big way and i know you're so concerned everybody watching this video about injuries look i I, i'm going to fade all of that kind of stuff and fade the crystal ball talk about oh i know he's going to get totally injured this year and he's going to fail what if he doesn't because that's where i'm at if he doesn't he's going to lead the giants in targets and from a talent standpoint he has not shown any fall off at all he was top 13 in pff receiving grade and yards per route run at the position last year first in yards per route run against man coverage i've talked about this ad nauseum but darren waller has that type of ceiling to get 130 140 targets to be the unquestioned number one receiver in this giants passing attack which i'm here to tell you also the giants are going to throw more this year than they did last year and if that's the case it is all systems go for Darren Waller in 2023. Love that. We are a pro Darren Waller drafting in Scott yes. Fishbowl kind of podcast here. <laughs> I just oh. drafted him. Um, I mean, we're just, we're in here. Uh, but, you know, I, it kind of does make you think, are you more comfortable with doing it in a large scale tournament where you need to take those high upside chances and you're less concerned about, you know, hey, here's the injury risk, a guy who hasn't played a full season um in a long time since 2020 i believe are we more comfortable with that there or are you kind of hesitating a little bit in a regular situation with like a 10 to 12 team league no this is ricky bobby time if you ain't first <laughs> you last like i'm shooting upside in all of these drafts because i want first place i like money i like ripping it in my league mates faces i want to sit here and win leagues and i think darren waller if he's healthy can be a league winner this year, considering where you're getting him at in drafts and the upside that he presents. Now, I'm totally fine with embracing risk. Debra, I got a question for you. Who's oh, played, here we go. Who's played more regular season games over the past three years? Darren Waller or George Kittle? Oh, I, 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 you're setting me up here for a beautiful take, uh, Erickson. I'm going to go Darren Waller. It's the same. They play the same amount of games. Oh, okay. Well, it's a tr- 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 question. But their That's ADPs nice. well are not the same. They're not the oh, same. absolutely Except one of the one of them is a number one pass catcher. The other one might be number four potentially on his offense. So just want to throw that in there. I love it. You love to see it. Let's keep it on the tight end track. Uh, you got one for us, Erickson? Grab the pitchforks, baby. Tight end Kyle Pitts <laughs> for the Atlanta Falcons, the guy that everybody wants to hate because he totally destroyed us last year. But let's review what's changed about Kyle Pitts in this situation since last season. All right, his ADP. He was going inside the top 30 last year. Maybe we we're just, you know, jumping the shark a little bit. Well, now he's going outside the top 65 overall picks. We like that. He led the NFL in target rate per route run among all tight ends last season. He finished second in the NFL of all players in expected yards per route run. He's now entering year three in the NFL at a position that typically takes longer for players to develop. He's a monster regression candidate in yardage and touchdowns based on the volume he's seen the past two years. New quarterback, Desmond Ritter, coming in. 
cannot possibly throw less than Marcus Mariota did a year ago. We saw Ritter start a couple games. He's attempted 26 passes in all four starts, a feat that Mariota did in just four of his 13 starts. Ritter also attempted 30-plus passes twice. Mariota did that twice all year long. The volume is going up in Atlanta. And one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my misses on certain players is going into an offense and claiming and staking my claim that this offense is going to be too run heavy for this receiver to thrive. Basically, every other team, when you make that statement, unless you've seen it for multiple, multiple years, like in the case of the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry, it changes from year to year. What happens in your defense all gets hurt. Oh, well, you know, you got to throw the ball more. So the Falcons are going to throw more. They may not be a top 10 passing unit, but more volume is better for Kyle Pitts. So I think overall, when you just look at the grand scheme of Kyle Pitts compared to last year, where his price is compared to last year, he's in a better situation than he was overall. I think there's more pros than cons, and now you get a discount. So if you were one of the people that was drafting Kyle Pitts, it's at the top 30 last year. I know I was. Um, this is not the year to jump off the bandwagon. Like this is not the year to abandon ship because everything is better. It's a better situation overall. And will it be perfect? Maybe not. But I think it's going to be vastly improved. And that's why we're going to see Kyle Pitts bounce back in 2023. Love it. I got to ask, though, who is going to be the alpha in this offense? Is it Pitts or is it going to be London? I think it's going to be both of them. I think we've seen enough offenses where there's two guys where it's concentrated. We see it in Philadelphia. We see it in Miami. Is Matt Collins going to command mm-hmm. targets in this offense? Like, who is another Falcon? Name another Falcons wide receiver. Let's go. Come on, people. D-Bro. Bijan Robinson? Is, is, uh, a running back. Is, uh, uh, <laughs> That's all I got. Johnny Smith? That's all I got. Johnny Smith is there? Um, <laughs> oh, oh and, uh, I think Scotty Miller. There you go. There, there's, a, there's a guy who's on the Falcons, too. So Wow. I'm today year, years old to find out that Scotty Miller is still <laughs> on an NFL roster. Yep. Gosh, those were some sad streaming uh, times in Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> take us on to a happier player, D-Bro. <laughs> I mean, look, this is a quarterback that I'm going to be investing heavily in, in this offense especially, because I, I think that everything is lining up for the Chargers to just absolutely light the league on fire. With Kellen Moore in town, Justin Herbert is a beautiful candidate for MVP this year, and I think he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy. I mean, everything that could have possibly gone wrong, from injuries to his skill players to Joe Lombardi saying, well, we don't need to throw the ball down the field. You like to throw it like three yards, right, Mr. Herbert? To Justin Herbert also dealing with injuries himself. Everything around this offense screams regression, and Justin Herbert is going to bounce back in a massive way. Last year, he dropped all the way to QB 15 in fantasy points per game. I mean, let's be kind and rewind here. He was a QB two in fantasy points per game the year prior to that. Now we have Kellen Moore, who in his tenure as an offensive coordinator in the NFL, his offenses have been first in neutral script pace, seventh in neutral passing rates. Now you're telling me that they have skill players all over the place. We got Gerald Everett, baby. We got Keenan Allen, QJ. We got Mike Williams. You got Austin Eckler. They're going to throw the ball a ton, as well as with Justin Herbert being healthier this year, the rushing equity that we've seen on the ground with him and the rushing touchdowns, those are coming back as well because he didn't get any of them last year. So I'm buying into Justin Herbert in a big, big way. He's probably going to be one of, if not my highest rostered quarterback 
in best ball and redraft this year, I'm all in, baby. I love this offense. I mean, you can't beat the ADP at this point. The the range is just fantastic. The discount that you're getting on him for the upside that's there is wonderful. And you mentioned the the lack of receiving or the lack of rushing upside that he had last year. I think people underestimate just how um, bad that rib injury was and just how much it immobilized him and how he wasn't able to get out the pocket. They didn't feel comfortable running him. So I completely agree. The bounce back opportunity is amazing. Let's go ahead and close this out with one more player who um, has to have a bounce back, right? It's, oh, there's nowhere to go. go but up here. Wide receiver Deontay Johnson for the Pittsburgh yes. Steelers for the past three years, fifth in total targets, seventh in receptions, ninth in target share, 25% going outside the top 30 receivers. He was a wide receiver one, two years ago. Like this isn't, Oh, well, I'm really hoping Deontay Johnson could do something he did ages ago. It wasn't that long ago that we saw Deontay Johnson be a mega producer for fantasy football. And the thing with Deontay Johnson is He's been a bounce back candidate before. It was the year where he had dropped like 15 passes and everyone's like, Deontay drops in. You can't draft this guy. All he does is drop passes. And he was a monster that year. So after another down year, and I was not high on Deontay Johnson going into last season. I didn't like him with a rookie quarterback. And I was right. So I'm going to roll over year three about being right about Deontay Johnson. He's going to bounce back here. And he is honestly one of my favorite wide receivers in all fantasy to draft right now. Oh, completely agree. Uh, any, Cosign. I, mean, I gotta ask. Yeah, I mean, I hate... the confidence in the confidence from this room just is telling yes. the, the the audience and the listeners here. It's like draft Deontay Johnson. Like exactly. I he feel was my so number one undervalued player. <laughs> so oh, good about I, it. I mean, people can go check the YouTube, baby. The last <laughs> video I did, he was my number one undervalued player. I love Deontay Johnson. This call, we need to sit here and frame this call, Erickson. Put this up on the wall and just stare at it all yeah, year. We got to keep the ADP low at least until the end of August, September. And I mean, mm-hmm. I keep telling True. people about it, but they keep saying, well, he doesn't catch. How many touchdowns did he catch, Erickson? Oh, Fifth gosh. How many, how many yards did he get? <laughs> It's like, hey, man, regression, baby, never fails me. I heard the same thing about Miles Sanders. He was never supposed to score another <laughs> touchdown in his NFL career. How'd that work out? Huge bounce back. Yeah, completely agree. They can they can have, not that, not to diss George Pickens, but, you know, you can have George Pickens. We love Oh, we can the... diss George Pickens. That's fine, Tara. It's fine. <laughs> well, we love Deontay Johnson. All right. Again, everyone, these are all fantastic bounce back candidates covered in today's show. If you need any more information on these players, go to fantasypros.com slash back to see some of these players and also stick around for more shows. Thank you for hanging out with us today. And as always, remember to subscribe, like the video and comment on the YouTube channel as well. What you think of these players? Who do you love to bounce back? That is it for us, for Andrew Erickson, for Derek Brown. I'm Tara Roberts. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.